It's time for recipe of the day. One of my favorite vegetables in the world, and I've told you this before, is beet greens, the greens that are on the top of the beets. The problem with those is that they're not always nice. Sometimes you get nice, beautiful greens attached to your beets, sometimes you don't. And so there are times when I have to choose different kinds of greens, and I've been doing a lot of turnip greens lately. Now, turnip greens are also the greens that are from the top of turnips, but they also sell them at my grocery store in a bag already chopped up. So even if there are no turnips in the store, even if the greens on the turnips are not nice. There are turnip greens. I need to make a note to contact somebody somewhere to start doing beet greens that way because they really are so good. But anyhow, I am now getting turnip greens quite often and I have found my favorite way to cook them, which I'm going to tell you about today. So this is a Southern style recipe, which you might think is going to be like collard greens where it's simmered with like a pork hock or something like that, except that the turnip greens don't take as long to cook and get tender as the collard greens. And so I have found that that flavor from that pork hock doesn't get through into the water and into the greens quickly enough. And so instead, I am using bacon. And like I said, you can either get the turnip greens from the tops of turnips, in which case you're going to take the stems out and just have the greens, give them a really good wash, or you're going to buy that bag. Now that does have the stems in them. They're kind of like chopped with the stems. I do pull out any big thick stems that I see in there, but it's okay. They're going to be just fine. Those usually come pre-washed. Read the bag and see if they're already washed have to do anything. If they're not, then you're going to have to give them a good rinse. The other kind that you can use is you can use frozen turnip greens. They sell those in the freezer section of the grocery store with the other frozen vegetables. You have to thaw them first, and then you want to get a lot of the liquid out of them. The easiest way to do that is to lay them down on like a kitchen towel, either paper towel or like a cotton towel, nice clean towel, and then wrap them all up and blot the water out of them that way. Then you just proceed with the recipe as is. You just may not need to simmer them for as long because the freezing process does soften them. Now, the kind of pot or pan that I use for this recipe is actually a nice big skillet. I know we think of greens like the collard greens being cooked in like a big pot or Dutch oven, but we actually don't need very much liquid for these. And the surface area of that pan is going to be really helpful. And I also find that it's the best for cooking the bacon and then I'm not dirtying two pans. You see what I mean? Now, if you wanted to like double or triple this recipe, then it's not going to fit in that skillet and then you're going to need to use a pot. Okay, let me tell you how to make this. You're going to get out your bacon and dice it up. Now, this calls for 12 ounces of bacon, which seems like quite a bit. So if you don't want all of that bacon in your recipe, you don't have to use it. It's kind of up to you. The more you use, the more bacony and rich it's going to be. The less you use, the less bacony and rich it's going to be. See what I mean? Okay, so you're going to dice that up, and then you're going to get your big nonstick skillet over medium-low heat, and you're going to add that chopped up bacon, and you're going to cook it slowly, stirring every now and then until it's a little bit crispy, but still meaty. Then you're going to take half of it out of that pan and put it on like a paper towel lined plate to drain and the rest is staying in that pan where you are adding some chopped up onion, salt, sugar, crushed red pepper flakes. Now the sugar is there to counter some of the bitterness of the greens and then the crushed red pepper flakes I think really bring out some of the spiciness in the turnip greens. They do have some spiciness to them, not as much as mustard greens do, which I'm going to be telling you about soon, but a little bit of spiciness so the red pepper flakes are really nice in there. You're going to cook all that, stirring it occasionally until the onions start to caramelize. It's not going to take very long because of the sugar that's in there and because the fat from the bacon that's still in that pan is really hot already, right? So it's just a couple of minutes 
minutes. Then you're going to add in some minced up garlic, three whole cloves. I love how much garlic is in these. So you're adding in that garlic, but you don't want it to really brown at all because it's going to turn bitter. So as soon as you add in that garlic, you're going to add in half of your turnip greens. And then because you're using a nonstick pan, you want to use like silicone coated tongs to turn those greens in that hot oil, in that bacon fat with all that flavor, the onion, the red pepper flakes, all of that. Turn them around in there. They're going to wilt a little bit, which is going to give you room to add the rest of your turnip greens to the pan. So now all your turnip greens are in your big skillet. You're turning them to wilt them. And then you add in just a little bit of cider vinegar. It's just two teaspoons and three quarters of a cup of chicken broth. No more than that. There's actually quite a bit of liquid inside the turnip greens themselves. And so you don't want to add too much. The less that we add, the more concentrated the flavor is going to be. And it's going to kind of reduce. And then we get to use that reduced liquid as part of the flavor that we're eating. So we're not going to be draining the greens. We're going to actually eat that broth that everything is simmering in all that beautiful flavor. So you add in that vinegar and the chicken stock and cover, turn the heat up until it comes to a simmer and then simmer them for five minutes. Take the lid off, give them a little stir, and then you're simmering them for five minutes if you want the stems to be kind of tender, crisp. I actually like mine really soft. So I go more towards a 10 to 15 minutes until they're fork tender. Like you literally take a fork and put it through one of the stems and when it's soft, it's done. By then, a lot of the liquid will have reduced. You're going to use those tongs to transfer the turnip greens to a serving platter. Then you sprinkle the cooked bacon that you had draining on top of that. And you can add a drizzle of the liquid that's still in the pan. There is so much flavor in that liquid. Okay, that is how you cook turnip greens. I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. You'll see the links to all the recipes that I talk about there. You can also just use the search function on Cook the Story. It works really well. Just find that little search icon and click on it and then type in turnip greens. You will find this recipe that way as well. And I would like to ask you a little favor. If you make this recipe or any recipe from Cook the Story, and you love it, I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating and a comment. Those five stars really help my business a lot. It helps people find the site because when they're searching for things on Google and their search results come up, they see those stars there, the five stars, and then they're more likely to click on it. They're more likely to visit. They're more likely to find me, my site, my podcast, all of that. So that helps my business grow. I really appreciate those ratings and comments. I know you've been leaving them and I've been seeing them. It also makes me feel really good to know that you are listening, that you are reading the recipes, that you are making the recipes, that you're enjoying them. That brings a lot of joy to my life to know that. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking.